0: Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pharos Fit Podcast. Uh, good to be back with you guys. It's been a little moment, so here we are again, and I'm pleased to be here. And I'm with my dear wife Emily Cavell slash Varden. You I did know, actually officially change your name. I am to, an
1: official Varden now. She's
0: an official Varden, which is kind of cool um just kinda <laughs> yeah and guess what guys we have been in Idlewild for one year Woo! so it's basically our one year anniversary of the ferris mountain lodge so we kind of wanted to check in with you guys let you know kind of what's been going on what's been happening uh, where we are where we're going all that kind of stuff um because it has been a very busy year and a lot has changed and a lot has grown so m let's go back to the beginning what the hell are we doing here?
1: <laughs> you mean all the way back in the beginning let's when go all the way back. we when we found this place? Well, let's go back.
0: I mean, it was the it was the pandemic. It was, you know, we we obviously had, like everybody we were going through like a tough time with work, with LA, with the whole kind of situation. I think we were both kind of feeling a little bit stuck. Needed it, to do
1: some soul searching.
0: Needed to do some soul searching, needing needing to just Try and do something new and something exciting. And Um,
1: timeline wise, we came to Idlewild in May of 2021. Right. Um, but then remember, we went on other excursions. We basically yeah. used all of 2020 to do like l- lone road tripping. You know? Yeah, we went and to we went, we went to, Montana. to Montana. We went all over. I got to live I, my
0: Yellowstone yeah. dream.
1: It's true, you did. Um, and it was kind of like, is it out of LA? Is it out of California? Like, what do we want for ourselves and our family? And then, of course, with everything being up in the air with gyms at that point, mm. it kind of felt like we had to make this choice personally because we weren't quite sure what was gonna happen with the business and what was gonna happen with the future of the, you know the fitness industry and da da da. So we're like, yeah. okay, we've been dedicating our lives to this purpose for the past several years and this is where we are now, like we, we need to sow our own garden a bit. You know, we need to, we need to see what's gonna fulfill us and um, you know, what's the right thing to do for our family despite what happens with the pandemic and with the industry and all of that. So I think at the time we were just kind of in like a, what do we need personally? What kind of environment do we wanna be around? What kind of place do we want Wyatt to grow up in? Yeah. Um And so that's kind of how it all started. Um, Um, And
0: also like, I mean, me and you both have kind of an entrepreneurial spirit and we're always like looking for what the next move might be. And with the the gym situation, the way it was, we knew we we couldn't open another fast athletic club. We weren't going to like risk another facility like that because we didn't know what was going to happen with the industry and we didn't know where it was all going. So our project here felt like something that was doable, something that was achievable, something on a smaller scale. And of course, it was still a big risk. We didn't know whether it was going to work. We didn't know exactly what it was going to look like. There's going to be a lot of kind of trial and error and figuring things out. But it wasn't a huge gamble like Ferris Athletic Club was. Totally, in as terms opposed of- to
1: a million-dollar facility. It's like, right. you know, coming in and being like, okay, for us, it was more of a... Um, scaling the type of experience, like moving Pharos beyond the four walls and us kind of playing around with like, okay, well, since, you know, 22,000 square foot space that then turned into a virtual studio that kept us, you know, a virtual community that kept us alive during the pandemic. And then of course being outside and all of that, it let us know that like, I mean, this sounds a little bit silly, but like Pharos really is a community and not just a space or like Mm. Pharos is that feeling, you know, and how do we scale that? feeling and that experience um, without it being a uh, you know a brick and mortar like location type thing so I think that's kind of where we were at least started planting the seed of retreats and the experience and can we help people kind of get out of the city in the same way that we wanted to get out of the city like we love LA and we love everything that we're doing in Echo Park and for Pharos, but it was kind of like You know, we have this yearning to go somewhere else. I bet other people do too. And Mm, I bet that they, you know, and so can we share our experience and um, all the things that we get out of the magic of these mountains, you know, with other people. So,
0: yeah. And I think also it allowed us to kind of increase the vision of the brand beyond like a one location thing. Like I said, even though it wasn't like another huge gym, like Versus Athletic Club, it was an extension of it, uh, and it allowed us to branch out into another wing of the. Of, the, of course, of the, of the even the just
1: from a business perspective, like you know, thinking of uh, all the people working on the project, and okay, what does this mean? You know, what uh, equipment do we need? Okay, how do we d- differentiate between Echo Park and any other location? Like, it allowed us to ha- start having those conversations of scaling. In a tiny way, but we got to start, you know, uh, so instead of it being like, okay, location number two and here's da-da-da, it was kind of like, well what does happen if we have a graphics department that works on all of the locations of Pharos and, and uh, you know, so it uh, allowed us to kind of work on scaling in a tiny, yes. tiny way uh, for our business as well. Not just the experience for Pete, for, for the community, but also like from the back end, I feel like we grew up as a business a lot
0: and yeah, we had, had to, yeah. to
1: have a lot more systems in place and a lot more clarity and communication. And of course, you know, hiring uh, and promoting, promoting people at Ferro's to kind of do play more of a role while we were gone. Um, so yeah, we, we kind of put, put on our, put on our big boy pants and yeah. <laughs> grew up a little bit. I mean
0: the heart, the hardest thing about growing a small business, especially when it's a family business like ours is and something that is very dear to you and something you love very much is that at a certain point you have to step away from the day-to-day operations and focus on the bigger picture. And that's something I've always personally struggled with. Um, you know, I loved teaching classes. I loved the 6am club. I loved that whole thing. I love seeing everybody and I still love seeing everybody. Um, but of course, I realize that if we're going to grow, if we're going to expand this thing, um, we need to bring people up within the business. We need to offer better employment opportunities. We need to create you know management positions um, and trust people. Trust people to, to run our baby the way that we want it to be run. And I think broadly speaking, we've done a, a pretty good job of that. I think we have a great team at Faraz Athletic Club. I think we've made some great, um, great improvements uh, since the pan- pandemic started. Like Emily was saying, we've, you know, we've elevated some people. We've put, put a lot of trust in people. We've created some new systems. Um, we've made some changes that needed to be made to to make it into a real business and not just a kind of like fake it till you make it type business. Um, and broadly, it's it, it's worked. Pretty well. Um,
1: it's cool because like I s- just said, like we made this choice for ourselves and for our family, but it ended up serving our business, you yeah. know, like and it ended up being the right thing to do for our business and forced us into growth for the business because we wanted this so badly for ourselves. Um, so it's fun kind of how that reverse engineer. <laughs> yeah. And also <laughs>
0: like, you know, Farris Athletic Club now is, is better now than it was pre-pandemic. It's better run. It has better systems. It has better equipment. Like we've managed to kind of navigate this this tough couple of years and come out of the other side a better facility. Now, there'll be people like the OGs that might say, Oh, it's not like it used to be, and like P and Emily aren't there as much anymore, nice. and it doesn't have that same feel. And I I know I understand why people say might say that, and I understand people will, will like miss us being there and stuff, and I miss them and I miss not being there as much. But I think You know, it's hard, it's it would be hard to argue that Faros isn't better now than it it was because it it is better, it's it's better run, it's better managed. Um, we have a lot, a lot better systems in place. Uh, we have a lot more positions um, of management uh, and of you know, all the background stuff that it takes to run a big facility. You know, we have you know, almost 650 members now, um, 22,000 square feet of space. It takes a lot to run an operation like that. Um, and for the longest time, you know, we were you know, doing it all ourselves and trying to manage it as best as possible. But it gets to the point where you can't do that anymore. You have to have a team in place and you have to have structures and you have to have real, you know, real jobs with real opportunities. And you want to keep the team that you've built and you want to offer them something because, you know, no one wants to just work hour by hour, day by day for the rest of their lives. People want real opportunities with and purpose, with purpose and, 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 you know, um, the prospect of advancing in your position and growing with the company all that kind of stuff so yeah it's 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 been a very reward it's it sounds weird to say a rewarding year because of what we came out of but it, it really has like I really look at it now yeah when I, whenever I go to Faro's athletic club in a park and i I see everybody and I see all the coaches and I see it thriving and you know the 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 atmosphere that that, that exists there I, I think to myself, man, we did a good job here. Like it wasn't, it was a it was a bad time for everybody, and of course, we're all still coming out of it. But um, I really think the team did a did a great job in in, in navigating that time yeah. and coming out the other side. Uh, uh, again, a better facility than it was when we started. Yeah,
1: and I will say it's funny because. You know, one of our biggest worries and staff's worries was that we wouldn't be there as much. And what would that like look like mm. and feel like? Um, and then we just had some staff reviews. And one of the biggest takeaways or like compliments that we got, like things I remember from the review, um, was someone said, you know, we I was really worried Uh, like when you moved to Idlewild, that you wouldn't be as present as leaders. But I feel like you have been more present and more involved and more on top of things since you've been gone. Um, And that was just like, one, exactly what we hoped, right? That we would be like, okay, let's put these systems in place and then support these people to do this mission and still be, you know, in every department and having meetings all the time and still very much involved.
0: Um, yeah i mean we we have more meetings now than we 've ever, be- ever ever, ever had. had and honestly like being away from the site itself gives you a better perspective because you 're kind of looking at the you 're looking at the gym from the outside and you 're looking at you know all the different areas of the gym and all the different um all the different positions within the gym and the the way that the gym communicates with itself and you 're looking at that picture from the outside and it's it's like you get a clearer vision of of what it is what it could be what needs to change what needs to grow. Um, I, I feel like when we were there every day just getting caught up and stuff and doing a lot of privates and doing a lot of the day to day stuff, it, you you get swallowed by it. Yeah, and it's missed it's the harder picture. to see the, the the bigger picture. but now you know being up here and seeing seeing the gym really and truly from a more objective standpoint, I think we make better decisions. I think we're clearer. Um, I think we have better communication.'ve we've, we've you know increased our communication channels within the gym, which has been a huge part of it. <laughs> Um, and you know, to, to, to that point, that was something we, we had struggled with in the past. Like some and people we still felt, are, it's a room yeah. for
1: improvement continually. Uh, you know, like we say this, not having been, uh, like perfect at everything, right. like, you know, our, our, our pride in the past year is like, wow, we really were, weren't sure. And when we look back, we're pretty damn proud at how, at, at how it all went. Could it be better? Of course, we can always improve. But we at least listen, and we tried, and we right. try to meet what that uh, what the feedback is with yeah. some you know some actionable things.
0: So let's let's let everyone know like what are we actually doing in Idlewild? What is our what is our kind of day of know, week look you're like up keeping here? Keeping it
1: secret there for a little right. while. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like right now, our day to day, like let's let them know what, what our kind of life looks like up here.
1: Do you mean like morning, noon and night or do you just mean Yeah, like I mean like, like with the what? with the with
0: the sessions we do here, see, with I the see. retreats we do here, with yeah. all that stuff?
1: So our um our, our we offer both experiences in the form of retreats. Um, as well as private and semi-private training. That's kind of the main, the main meat and potatoes of it. So in terms of experiences, that um, usually is either a weekend or a three night, or we've done intensives, week long, two week long. You know, depending on if somebody wants to come in and get uh, and kind of working on something, a transformation. You know, need to get in shape for X. Um, then they can come and kind of be immersed in uh, morning, noon, and night training eating uh and um you know all uh, that whole lifestyle so it kind of breaks down into weekend experiences or you know long-term transformation experiences and then in that uh, everything's included so accommodations included foods included trainings included you know itinerary planned all of that good stuff um and then other than that in the community it's been amazing to kind of just test out like is there a market for this like I know when we first moved we're like do people work out in Idlewild or do they just do, you know, Idlewild is very fit because there's a certain amount of prerequisite strength that you need in order to live on this mountain Mm -hmm. because you are plowing snow and doing like things like that, you know? So everyone is quote unquote fit. And I think I've met some of, People, you know, uh, retirees, I've met more fit retirees in Idlewild than I have anywhere in my entire life. Like people are fitter here when when it comes to that. But I think we were just like, oh, do people like exercising, strength training, that, you know, our kind of vibe thing. Um, And slowly but surely, there is, you know. There is. (laughs) And,
0: you know, a lot of that is I think there are a good amount of families that were in a similar position to us. Like they had children, they had young kids, and they wanted to raise them in a in a safer you know environment with more outside offerings Access. um and yeah so i think a lot of a lot of younger people have moved up here uh, and fortunately we've gotten to know a lot of them if not most of them and a lot not of them, all of them yeah if of them, <laughs> you know a lot of them are training with this small us up town
1: 3000 peeps
0: which is super fun um but also like um not not just the the, the young people like uh, you know a lot of our clients are you know in that older base and they're all coming to train as well, and they're yeah, all super excited about it. Um, and yeah, it's it's been a real eye-opener um, that there, there is a market for it here, there is a business here, there is a yearning for health and fitness. And me and Emmy are like, we have to be the ones to service this because that's what we do. Like that's, that's our passion, like to bring fitness uh, to a community and build a community. Um, and that's what we're doing right now. Um, we're really trying to like build and foster this kind of health and fitness community up here. And that intertwining with all of the entrepreneurial spirit up here right now, all the new businesses that are opening. That's amazing. Um, but there are so many, like a, a bunch of our friends are all opening businesses. Whether yeah, it be I think cute, this past
1: weekend, four businesses opened yeah, up.
0: Yeah, cute amazing. little shops, like little 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 family shops. Uh, there's no chains up here, which is great. So it's all local businesses um, working with local local farms, um, going to local ranches. You know, all that all that good stuff. It's like. It really feels like a, a great time to be in Idlewild and to be a part of the the new kind of stimulus and new growth that's happening. Um, it's 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 amazing, and I, I'm really, you know, inspired by it and excited by it to, to see what everyone's doing. And um, I'm really excited for for the future here as well as for the future of Ferris, you know, the brand Ferris as a whole, because I'm now seeing this new kind of synergy between. What we can offer down there, what we can offer up here, you know the the link between them and the possibilities beyond that. So, it's a it's a, it's a good time for the company. Absolutely. Um, so we're doing all this. We're doing our uh we're doing our treats. I think we've done five.
1: We've done, I think five, maybe six with uh, some independent ones in between there. Cause we also have a build your own retreat. So we, um, you know, advertise retreats of course and uh, come for a weekend and a lot of people may not know each other. We just had one where it's like, 10 people and they all very much like had never been in the same circles before. Um, or there are some p- people where it's more like pods or groups of friends that are like, yo, we want to get a retreat together. We want to build it. Da da da. So we've kind of done, I think now total, we've done six of those, which has been but, awesome. Mm. Awesome practice. I mean, I remember our first retreat was our staff retreat, which was over 20 people and was just a big, party mess like it was just a big chaotic amazing insane whirlwind of a weekend uh i I remember thinking to ourselves god if we can do this like this will be the hardest one that we've ever done if we can do this we can do any of them yeah Uh, yeah yeah, and every time it kind of gets a little bit more seamless um in terms of the logistics around the retreats but also just the the connection between all the people and the, you know, the way in which we all interact and get to know one another and the space that we make for, for that, um, you know, camaraderie, uh, I, I think it's just getting better and better.
0: Yeah. I mean that, that is the, the word really that, that word connection is is so important. And that really is what First Mountain Lodge is all about. Like we've noticed when people come up here and they step, excuse me, they step out of their everyday lives, they get up here, you know, they're eating, Fantastic food, yeah, you know. We have the fire going, maybe a glass of wine. Everyone's just opening up and telling us their story, uh, where they're at in their lives, where they've come from, what their hopes are for the future. Everyone's been very, very open uh, and it's been really revealing. Uh, and we feel like we've gotten to know our members better yeah. from being up here than we did necessarily down there because down there you know, everyone's in their daily grind. Everyone's just getting on with the day. They're just yeah, trying to get talk. like, you know, a bunch of small talk. Whereas up here, it's a bunch of real talk, right? You're, you're really taking the time to, to get to know each other and, and you know, know the kind of nitty gritties about what everyone's um, past has been, you know, what lessons have they learned, what their fears are, what their hopes are, what their dreams are, um, what their frustrations have been, uh, especially, you know, now we live in such a, a weird, strange time. And, Everyone's going through, you know, a something. lot of a lot of soul searching and everyone's going through something. Everyone's going through a lot of, you know, exploration and, you know, where am I right now? What do I really want? What? How do I feel about my surroundings? How do I feel about the city I'm in? How do I feel about the county I'm in? How do I feel about the world I'm in? Everyone's just like bombarded with all these like emotions and feeling. It's a great time to just share and, and talk and, you know, not judge, not have, you know, not shut people down and not let them have an opinion, but just let people talk and share and uh, you, know, you know, go down that road, which for me is always far more interesting than arguing on, on, on Instagram or anything like that. Sure. Um, you know, the fire, The what's the game called that we play? We're Not Really Strangers. We're Not Really Strangers. Uh, we play this game called We're Not Really Strangers where everyone kind of gets to know each other. We you know, ask each other questions. Um, and it's just, a, it's just a great way to break down barriers and, and reveal... Uh, reveal things about people that otherwise you just wouldn't know and again in your everyday grind because you know you're just going through that small talk but um the connection is, is a huge part of it and i feel like we're, we're building stronger connections with our community and for us uh, uh, echo park and we're creating new connections in idle and those connections keep growing um and i think people are really kind of conning on to what we're doing and what we hope for and that we want to not not take from this community but add to this community um add experience add again connection um try and stimulate the businesses around us by investing in them yeah that's been a fun
1: thing for the retreats like all of our coffee is from alpaca we have a chef who lives in town we you know are trying to source from local farms and we are you know uh, got little gift bags that have local you know from local places right we take people to local we shops take they into buy people in town is that yeah. like you, you know it really is uh, like it's a cool thing cuz a lot of our friends are entrepreneurs in the same way that we are and it's cool to be able to uh, support, support them, them yeah.
0: in that way and highlight yeah. them because
1: and- it's hard in Idlewild you know they they make jokes like you know a, biz- a business will last maybe you know two to five years you know and that's uh, that's all uh, and they all oh, the amount of businesses that have been coming through Idlewild and it's like we want that whole attitude to change where it's like what's here right. it, like if you are you know if, if you're here then we want to support you we don't want to just wait until you know oh I remember when it was so and so you know it's like I want to support you while, while you are here and try to make make it so that you never have to
0: leave. Yeah, because it's, it's really a vibrant time in Idlewild, And I know there's a certain amount of people in Idlewild that are kind of concerned about the growth and they don't want their town to be ruined. They don't want their town to be spoiled. And I totally get that because we all love Idlewild for, for for what it is and the, and the nature and the beauty of it. But that said, you know, these new businesses that exist are fantastic businesses. You know, great restaurants, great cafes, great stores, great shops. You know, in order for them to survive, in order for them to thrive, we need the business from outside of Idlewild. They can't survive on Idlewild uh, residents alone. Oh, yeah. So we have to get the, the you know, the, the, the kind of tourism in the people that come up for these weekends and the people that want to, you know, they want to, you know, purchase, they want to uh, invest, they want to, you know, they want a piece of, <laughs> they want a piece of Idlewild. Um, so, you know, our, our hope is that people just celebrate it. People just celebrate the, the vibrancy, the growth, the stimulus, um, the the community, you know, all the good things. Pe- people often jump on the negative train too quickly. It's like, oh my God, this is going to ruin everything. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's like, just wait, just see, just let people live and have a good time and enjoy themselves. And, you know, when, when I see the town busy, I don't think, oh my God, the town's so busy, it's so annoying. I, can't. I think, great, it's a great. This, the town's busy; it's thriving. Everyone's having a good time. Look at all the smiles. Look at the kids laughing. Look at the businesses thriving. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. It's like, um, you know, it's, it's a. If you look at the the country as as a whole, you know, there, there's tough times. There's there's people are struggling. So when you see businesses thriving and you see people happy, fucking enjoy Celebrate it. it. That's a good yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. Um. There's there's times to be you know, miserable and down on things. And there's times to be like, okay, great. I mean, thank Something's God that happening. the business is here, things are happening. People are getting outside their door. People are willing to take adventures. People are are willing to explore. People want to be outside. They want to do things. Um, the alternative, people just stay inside and don't do anything. If, if, you know, and if that's what you want, then I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. But for me, it's like, it's a great thing, it's an exciting thing. Um and I'm 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 thrilled to be able to play a small part in it. I know I know you are too. And um, you know, I only hope that we can keep adding, keep building, keep growing, keep sharing, um and uh keep doing everything we can to to make this town, you know, as good as it possibly can be. And that said, we could talk about our next little project so... which is, so, yeah. so we are going to open a little gym in the Idlewild. Um, a lot of people ask us about this. Um, right now, we've been operating basically out of our out of our uh, out of our lodge, which has a, a big garage, which we basically trans- uh, which we basically um, transformed into a gym. It's a it's a nice little gym, uh, nice equipment, uh, nice little space. Um, but obviously, you know, this is a residential property, and we can't have people just coming and going all day. So. We are going to open a a little gym in town. Um, It's not going to be huge. It's not going to be anything like Ferris Athletic Club. It's going to be tiny. Uh, It'll be a little mountain gym. Um, We haven't decided what we're going to call it yet, but it might be Ferris Mountain Fitness. It might be Ferris Mountain Gym. I don't know. But um, it'll be a small little gym where people can, uh, uh, local residents can train, but also a great space for people who are coming to Idlewild for a weekend, can buy like a weekend training package, come train, hang out. And then again, just sharing everything that's good about Aderwild, but also be able to do all the fitness that you love to do. Um, the town, it needs a gym. It doesn't have one. And if anybody else did it right now in Wild, I'd, I'd, I'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh. we are going to do it. Um, we're going to try and get it open by January, 2023. Um, and yeah, we're, we're super excited about it. It's going to be, uh, I'm going to make it super Nice. It will be, be small, but it will be an
1: indoor-outdoor yeah. space. So if you've been to the lodge, then you yeah. know our incredible monkey bar uh, setup, our American Ninja Warrior setup. <laughs> right. Um. So now we will move that away from our property and into the gym. So it'll be a cool kind of. Uh, like a a staple as you come into town and um, it'll be a cool little indoor outdoor vibe. I'm excited. I'm mostly excited for this, like from the purpose of um, like scaling like I said, like we were talking about, it's insane to think about a 22,000 square foot uh, Feros again, you know? And I mean, we do, we, we put on our imagination goggles and we dream, but there's, um, there's something to the small boutique model that we've never, we've never explored before because our goal was that we always wanted to give more that mm. instead of being a tiny space that offered one thing, we wanted to be an awesome massive space that offered everything and that you could get you know all the bang for your buck in one space Um, and that's still very much a part of our overall vision and direction and promise and so now it's kind of fun to be like okay in this you know 3,000 person town like how does that scale down and how uh, you know how can we be as economic with the space as possible, right? Like it'll force us, you know, right now we got 22,000 square feet so we can kind of play Tetris a million times and explore and figure it out. But here it's like we really have to figure out, okay... You know, how can we be as resourceful with each individual piece of square foot as possible? Um, And how can we like scale what Pharos has been so far to this kind of smaller boutique style uh, model? And if we nail this here, then I'm excited to, you know, see where that kind of takes us in terms of uh, Pharos as a whole.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I had my friend Jack Hennigan from the UK over, and he has, you know, I think he has three gyms right now and they're all smaller gyms, you know, three thousand square foot type of gyms, which is basically what this gym will be if you include the indoor and outdoor space. It'll be around three thousand square feet. And I was saying, like, with with rents the way they are now in, in California and especially in LA, like I don't know if another twenty-two thousand square feet gym is possible. Like I don't know if that opportunity is ever gonna come up in the same way that it did to us before. Um
1: especially even in other cities. I mean, we went around, yeah, you know, like we did everywhere. some soul searching yeah. and went to some up and coming areas and even in up and coming areas rent is outrageous. Yeah. Um, so
0: unfortunately, I think what you're going to see is in those spaces just more of these big chain gyms cuz you know, they're the only ones that can really afford the you know, the rent and the and the the cost it takes to set up a gym like that, you know, you need you need millions. Um now this gives us the opportunity to explore that smaller model. You know, we we have Ferris Athletic Club and Park. We have that hub, and then it allows us to think about like opening these kind of smaller satellite gyms around, which can't offer exactly the same thing, obviously, because it's a much smaller space. But it can offer the same quality. It can offer the same energy, the same atmosphere. Um, we can do. We we have our people in place to to centralize things. So whether that's centralized programming or back end stuff or, you know, operation management or graphics or social media, or that kind of stuff. Now that we have all that in place, opening these smaller facilities becomes more of a possibility. Um and a more economically viable possibility. Um so yeah, when I was speaking to Jack and he was talking about it and what the way that they're doing it and I was thinking, yeah, I just you know, it's going to be really hard uh, a really hard challenge to open another gym on the scale of far athletic club not to say we're not going to do it because i do still want to do that but it's just a much harder um and much more expensive obviously uh prospect um that would take you know some serious investment and some serious like financial consideration whereas this feels something very doable um not without challenge but um certainly well within our, our realm of, of possibility and and expertise and you know i think it's going to be a valuable asset to the, the the town of idlewild and also a valuable asset to you know our business and you know when you look at our we look at our talents and what we can offer and what our our team can offer it's like looking in from the outside it's like okay it's not just this one place they are able to do these other operations and make them successful and give them inject that same kind of Ferris magic into whatever we kind of put our yeah, attention on, and we can the space make it work. Is, whatever it is, um, and that's really it. I think that's the same with with any project that you work on and anything you do in life. You can you can make it work with the right attitude and the right um, the right energy and the right application. Um, it's just about how hard you're willing to work at it. Um, like I said, it's it's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. These things never are, but you know, I think with a little bit of experimentation and a lot of planning and, you know, with all the with all the great people we have around some trial us, and error. Some trial and error, <laughs> uh, I think we can I think we can do a great job and make it a really attractive uh, space and it have it have its own unique feel. You know, it's a fun little mountain gym that's going to be very like rusticy and very kind of like um, working out in the woods kind of feel, but. Marry that with you know the technology that we'll have and the the, the quality of the equipment that we'll have, um, and the the way that we're going to do out the space will make it feel. Um, it won't make it feel janky. It'll make it feel
1: like a Ferris.
0: Like a Ferris, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's super exciting. So again, hopefully that will be. Uh, it's about 100%
1: will not open in January. I am here to tell you, uh, when we opened Ferros, we were like, okay, what was it? And just, uh, we signed and found the space in November of 2016. We did not open until November of 2017. And we were like, ah, it'll take a few months. Oh, three months. Oh, and then I remember uh, going to Panama. and we're. Oh, what if we open in May? Didn't open in May. So I'm just going to be now... Knowing what I know now, I will be the pessimist in the group. Peter can be the optimist of the group. Oh, yeah, open in January 2023. And I'm going to be like, "Mm, March.
0: All right. Well, I'm sticking to my gun. So
1: really <laughs> should we take bets? I feel like this would be a fun <laughs> thing to take bets on. Yeah. How about every location that opens now that we know the saga of Pharaoh's uh, construction, the the curses we've had up until this point, we should take fun bets. Maybe open it up to the whole community.
0: It's funny because like when people when pe- when people ask me like, you know what what have you learned about opening a gym? I'm going to say it'll cost you three times as much you think it's going to cost you. It'll take three times as long and it'll be three times as hard. Yeah, they say <laughs> two
1: times. Uh, oh, and you forgot that it'll cost two times as much. But for us, I think it was four times as much. Right. I think from our initial investments and projections and being like, oh, look at our business plan and how prepared we are and everything that we know we're doing. Four times. So, yeah, mm. it'll it, three times as hard, three times as long, and four times the cost. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That said, though, this is a, a much smaller operation. There's less, there's definitely going to be less hassle.
1: Well, yeah, but they multiply it at a smaller number, but it's still, f- still probably going to be four times. Again, pessimist in the group over here. I'm just going to be the, the risk analysis of the, <laughs> <laughs> of the group. Yeah.
0: Well... January, March, whatever it is, we'll get it open. Yeah. It'll be fun.
1: We'll say Winter Spring 2023. How about spring, that? I I say Spring 2023. I think that's that has a nice ring to it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> by the time by the time the, by the time the snow thaws, it'll be open.
1: Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. What if we open on it's like, "Oh, day one, we're going to open," then all of a sudden there's a snowstorm. It happens. It's tidal while it it Snows here. Yeah. It's kind of awesome.
0: Kind of awesome. And also like you know, the great thing about having a gym in the Idlewild as well is like there's so many other, you know, activities and pursuits like with mountain biking and hiking and all that kind rock of climbing, stuff. Rock climbing, of course. There's, yeah, rock climbing. A lot of climbers up running. here. Yeah. Trail runners. There's a lot of, you know, fitness, fitness communities that we can work with to, you know, amplify whatever they're doing. Yeah.
1: But we're getting off track, Peter. Your question was, what did we learn? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What have we learned?
0: What have we learned, Emily? Well, We'll it'll cost.
1: No, I would say specific to the Idlewild project. um, I I will start by saying that I was never. I never had 100% confidence while we were doing this. Like, so I remember when we like were working with the realtor, I was always like, oh yeah, let's waste a realtor's time. And, you know, whereas I feel like you were a lot more like serious about the like prospect. And then, you know, I remember we found that first space and I was like, oh yeah, bud. And then, you know, and then like, I, I just remember being pretty, not resistant. Like, it's not like I ever said no. I really was just like unsure and, and but but I will say I trusted you like I, did you know, I never wanted you to know. I know we talked about this earlier um, that I never really shared some of my like, ooh, uh, like because I didn't want to like you just seemed so confident that this was the next right thing. And I wasn't quite there and had a lot of questions. So I feel like I was, you know, was very vocal about all of my. Concerns, but without saying, I'm not sure that this is a good idea. Like I never said that, but I remember feeling that in the pit of my stomach. Um, And so it's cool to see a year later that it has worked out, that it's been awesome, that, you know, that we've been marrying this lifestyle of living in the mountains, but commuting to the city. And, you know, uh, while it has its challenges, it like has worked. And so I think like the biggest thing that I've learned was that trusting you like in our, in our partnership, that it wasn't just my doubts. And so is Oh, if I'm feeling doubts, it must be a bad idea. You know, like mm. I just like, like trusting that we are a team and that we <laughs> are that, it, you know, that per- pursuing it to the end, to, to the nth degree and seeing what happens and just being, you know, our two airy self ramming well, our heads through walls and, and so trying shit out. It's working.
0: So here's what I've learned over the years. Like, you have to take gambles and you have to be willing to make mistakes. And in the end, it doesn't really matter. Like if I hadn't all those years ago, if I hadn't gotten a plane to Salt Lake city, I would have never like gotten involved with Jim Jones. And I would have never done any of the movie stuff that I did. If I hadn't done any of that, I never would have spent any time in America. If I hadn't done that, I never would have met you and Jeff. If I hadn't said to myself in 2016, I'm going to buy this plane ticket to America and I'm going to make this happen. And I'm not going to come back to the UK till it has happened. And if I hadn't said that to myself, I wouldn't have opened Pharos with you and Jeff. Um, same thing with Idlewild. Like if I hadn't said, we're just going to do it. Like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If you haven't lost anything, like it's just something that you do, you try something out, you do your best at it, you throw everything, you throw your energies into it, you take that gamble. You you believe in it as much as you can believe, and you work as hard as you can work, and you throw your passion and love into it, and you hope to God it works. If it doesn't, what have you lost? Like if this hadn't worked out, we just like sold out and moved back to LA. Right. So what? Like at least we tried. Right. I think a lot of people, and I think a lot of times in my like. Uh, <laughs> It's like an old man here, but you totally lo- a, lo- do, by a the lot way. of the times in my earlier life, <laughs> here's like, what I've learned
1: over <laughs> the years.
0: <laughs> I wish there's things I wished I'd have done and wished I'd have just taken a gamble on and gone for, because not not doing it, nothing happens. If I'd have done it and I, it had failed, like nothing would have changed. So what? Like I failed, um, but I think at a certain point, I said to myself, like <laughs> again, I sound like an old man here, but. You're not going to live forever. Just fucking do things because, you know, the, the looking back and realizing, fuck, I should have done that is more scary to me than doing something and failing or doing something and it not working out. So, you know, if you are out there and you, you are thinking about doing something and you don't know whether to do it and you're scared of it and you're, you know, apprehensive just fucking do it. Like at the end of the day. We all have to take risks. We all have to take gambles. We all have to take those chances. We all have to go place, go new places, try new things, um, create new adventures for ourselves. And, and you know, again, hope and pray they work out. But if they don't, you know, what have you lost?
1: So good. I feel like I just fell in love with you all over again. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens in twenty twenty three uh, maybe yeah'll eat my words,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so far, so good so, so far, far, so good. good
0: so guys, you know we we are doing a lot of things up here. we'd love to see you up at uh, Ferris Mountain Lodge with it be. we also do Airbnb up here for the weekends we we don't do retreats, so you can just come stay at the the mountain lodge and you know do your own thing. It's a beautiful town, it's a beautiful space um it's a special place you you guys should come check it out. um everyone who comes here feels a certain sense of calm certain sense of magic um, and and just the ability to breathe and just like wind down so if you do just want to come for a for a, for a weekend or uh, a week or whatever it is you can sign up on airbnb um, we also do do of course do our retreats we do them multiple times a year we announce it on the both on the Farris mountain lodge instagram and on the ferris uh, instagram um, so look out for those um, we'd love to see you up here again it's a real it's a transformative experience, not just physically, but but mentally and spiritually as well. It's just a great time. Um, great food, great company, uh, great activities, you know, all the good stuff that, that, that life offers. Um, and then, you know, keep your ears open for our little gym that we're going to open in, in January of Spring. 2023. <laughs> By the time the snow thaws. Um, and yeah, uh, we'd love to see you there. Come in, hang out. Like I said, it's it won't be as big as Faros, but it'll be the same kind of you know quality that you guys have have come to hopefully enjoy and 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 respect us for so we will we will do our very best to uphold those those qualities and those standards um but yeah um either way whichever way it is uh come up to Idlewild come see us um we'd love to show you around and show you this town it's a special place um apart from that um you know first athletic club is 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 doing really well um Again, like I said earlier, it's, it's a better gym now than it ever has been. So if you haven't been to Farris Athletic Club for a while, if you want to come and check out the new uh, base, the open gym, we've added a lot to it this year. I think it's a fantastic uh, facility, a fantastic open gym. Whenever I go down, I can't wait to get in there and just train because it's, it's so awesome. Um, obviously, we have all our classes, great coaches, um, expanded programs. It's a great facility. You know, I always said, I just want to have the best gym in Los Angeles. And I, I, I think... I don't know someone can argue with me that there's a better gym somewhere but I I I haven't found it yet so um please come check it out uh, see what we have to offer and um you know enjoy the vibe enjoy the energy enjoy the atmosphere it's funny I went to um a couple of weeks ago I went to the LA convention center in uh, in town for a
1: the um, fit expo a fit
0: expo and god it was awful and I looked around and I thought god this is everything that's just so horrible about the fitness industry and then we went to um, the bike shed downtown, which is a new, like, cool motorcycle bar slash restaurant slash club slash store kind of thing. It's he a finds really cool Peter vibe, as a person. <clears throat> and it was like this. This is this is more us. This kind of vibe is more us, and it's nothing to do with the gym. It's just like a, it's just an atmosphere they create. It's just a feeling of like this is a cool space to be in. Like, fitness does not have to be douchey. Right. Um, it can be fun, it can be cool, it can be artistic, welcoming. it can be welcoming, it can just be like a great space, a great people, a great like community. you say,
1: fitness is the great equalizer. Fitness
0: is the great, uh, great equalizer, yeah. So, you know, if you want a gym that isn't super douchey and full of, um, doc, <laughs> full of dogma and full of like, you know, do it our way or the highway, just, you know... Come, come check it out. Come, come see what Forest Athletic Club is all about. Um, but thanks for tuning in today, Emily. Thanks for, thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for hanging me. out. Um, I'm very proud of what we built up here, and I thank you for sharing that, that journey and this life with me. Um, I'm, I'm glad we did this for us. I'm glad that we did this for our son. Um, and yeah, I, lo- I love the it mountains. It's cool. <laughs> all right, guys. Until next time. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Again, 1316 Glendale Boulevard. Come check us out. We are on Instagram at Barris Echo Park. We are on Instagram at Barris Mountain Lodge. Um, I'm on Instagram at Peter Vodden. Emily's on Instagram at em- Emily. Oh, yeah, Emily Covell. It. Yeah, you it changed um, But, yeah, check in with us. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you soon. Take care, guys.